Hello, everybody. Welcome to After Live, the unofficial Collider Live after show podcast. I'm your host, Mike. This is episode 20. Yeah, dude. Woo, woo. 20 in the house, baby. (laughs) That's right, folks. Uh, Along with me on this joy of a ride, we have Jay Wade. Hey, what's up, everybody? And last but not least, we have Sarah back on this episode. Yay! Again! Again. (laughs) Welcome back again. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be back. Before we get into the week of Collider Live this week, um, Jay Wade actually had a little announcement teased last time, and uh, we're going to start this off with the announcement of what's coming us. So can you take it away, Jay Wade? Sir, thank you very much, Mike. Um, last uh, last week, I asked Sarah if she would be interested in doing a Bachelor, Bachelorette review podcast with me because, well, because I've just enjoyed the times we talk about it on here. It's funny, and she was right about the show. It's crazy. She sold me. And, uh, I had asked her if she would be interested. She said yes. Very excited about it. Um, she's the host. I'm the co-host. And we dropped our first episode this uh, this week, actually. The name of the show is Go Get That Rose. And uh, like like here uh, with this show, you can find it um, through the Merc with a Movie blog uh, feed on all the platforms. And uh yeah, so if you guys feel uh, feel like checking that out, that'd be awesome. I had fun, and Sarah rocked it, in my opinion. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah, did you have fun, Sarah? I did. I had a lot of fun. And if you don't watch The Bachelor Bachelorette, uh, still watch and listen to our show, because we have a lot of fun just making fun of everyone that's on it. So <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah, it was very fun. So... Thank you, Mike, for letting us uh, plug that here and make that announcement off the top. Yeah, no problem. Uh, we need to promote our shows and uh, a new show for the movie Merc with a Movie Blog Network. Good shows on it, too. So that never hurts. Yep. 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 We're just definitely going to go through uh, Collider Live now. Uh, this is for the week of. June 24th all the way to June 28th, which is episode 162 to 166. Uh, So here we go, folks. Uh, First off, they have a new studio. (laughs) What do you think of the new studio look? Uh, What do you think, Sarah? I like it. It looks very, I don't know, classy. I like the curtains. Um, I miss all the posters though. That's the only thing we have the the one poster, but I miss all like the weird pictures and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And there went my bit. Knowing that Sarah listens to the show, I thought that would be kind of funny. But and she actually has seen ah, the studio. I <laughs> but uh, yeah, I agree. I like it. It's uh, like Darina said. It's got that kind of goth feel to it, especially uh especially with the couple, two or three lights that they have on the floor that shine up. And um, I do like the, uh, I, I, I'm, I, I saw in the notes here uh, that the, the Back to the Future poster is missed, um, but I like the Schnepp poster, uh, I think, more. I like, uh, just because 
just because I miss the big guy, and it's cool to have him back there in the background, and he's he's rocking the he's rocking the rock and roll style, and but uh, mm-hmm. overall, I like it. Other than my only complaint is the table. Why did they have to go and get a brand new, nice, non shitty table? We will never see that old table break on air now, and that totally bums me out. Yeah, uh, that goddamn table. Our dreams are crushed by that for sure. Yeah, it, it's very, very much a nice looking uh, space now. Especially, it makes it look a little bit tighter in look because they have a smaller table. You know, it's like a round, roundish yeah. table than instead of a square table. So it looks pretty nice. It's uh, pretty decent. Kind of like it. Um, other things on Monday show was uh, okay. Roxy, 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 Roxy. <laughs> oh, no. Roxy. Roxy. Oh, wow. Being asked to be a doula for a husband. <laughs> what is with this? What do you think about this? As a man, I would like to start off here, if you don't mind, because I, I okay. absolutely believe in the ladies first thing, so I'm going to go ahead and go first. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I uh, No, I'm just, I don't understand. I mean, obviously, it's just a, a good g- a guy friend of hers who just wants her to be there to hang out with while the baby's being popped, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's completely understandable, but let's call it what it is. She's a friend who's there to wait with him while his old lady's having their kid. And it just yeah, because, no. I mean, it's like, it's like guys now are trying to take all this shit. Like, like, yeah, I get a doula now, but you're not pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh like it's a doula for men, for the husband. It's, you know, and it's like, dude, no, no matter how much you try, you're not going to take this one away from women. It's not going to happen, bro, but good try. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's funny that it's it's Roxy. I don't I don't know. I think you're right just about um that like it's typically for women and I don't know, maybe is she like close with the woman that's having a baby? In that case, like I could see if they if it was because I know she's friends with the guy. But if she was close to both of them, like, okay, like having her in the room or area or whatever. But, I mean, I don't want my husband's friend or whatever to be in the room with us. Like, that's weird. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'd be ticked you know, off. <laughs> you know, I was I was actually a doula once um, for the woman, for the girl giving birth to the baby. I was one of two. Uh, it was a good friend of mine back uh, just post high school, maybe one or two years after graduation. Uh, she and I were, were really good friends, and uh, she went into labor, invited me in there. She had this big pimped out room with chairs and a couch, private room, plenty of room. And we just hung out and shit and had fun. And it was it was getting to be about one, two in the morning, and I took a nap in this chair. And uh, I wake up, and she's laying across from me. Her bed was across from me, and she would be facing me. I wake up, I open my eyes, and the first thing I see is them spreading her legs. I see the hoo-ha, and I'm like, okay, this shit's happening right now, and this is my cue to leave. And I just remember getting up like, 
hey, I'm going to go now, good luck. And I just went out in the hallway and sat and waited. But that was, I was just like, what a hell of a sight to wake up to. Did she want you in the room for it or just for like the leading up to it part? Oh, the whole, she didn't care. She, she had oh. told me I could stay for the whole thing or leave whenever I wanted. I ended up watching the video of the actual, her actual birth, wow. birthing her child later on. And it was extremely emotionally scarring. And I think because of that video, if I were to have children, unfortunately, I would not actually watch them being born. I'd just chill up with my wife and let her bite my hand or something. <laughs> but I was a doula, is the point. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yep. Damn. And Mike's like, dude, what the fuck <laughs> did I just listen to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy. full of crazy like, shit, like, dude. I love it. I was thinking back by it. That's great. That's great. Um, yeah, she she just doesn't seem to know what a doula is, and I don't think the, the guy knew what stuff. a doula was. Yeah. Well, unless he's just trying to, maybe he's lonely and feeling left out of the of the birthing process. Like he's there for the whole pregnancy. Okay, you know what I mean? Women don't want to do it. That's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't be well, jealous. The, the, the point was brought up, why isn't he being the doula? Which is a good point, but, you know, mm -hmm. maybe he would rather chill out in the hallway with Roxy. Maybe Roxy's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Monday show, uh, continuing on, Makuga is still scared <laughs> from the us experience, <laughs> and he's scarred for life because of us now. So, it's, is there... Any movies out there that are scary enough to scar you for life, like Makuga's with us? Um, as the as the Makuga of this show, and I hate all things scary. Um, the movie It still has scarred oh. me since I saw it, and um, I am being forced to go see the second one. I kind of want to see the second one just because I love everyone that's in it. But um, I can't watch the trailer. I watched like 30 seconds, not even, probably like 10 seconds of the trailer with the sound off. And I still was terrified, like absolutely oh. terrified. So um, yeah, that movie still scares me. I still just think about Pennywise and it just terrifies me. So I feel you, Makuga. I feel you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I've talked I've talked several times about mine, so I won't get in depth, but I'll just do the quick recap that, hands down, it's got to be Nightmare on Elm Street, the first original one. Is, I saw it when I was about three, four years old, oh maybe five, God. but in that area. <laughs> and, God. yeah, and uh, ever since then to this day, um, I refuse to take baths. I will only take showers. You will not catch me sitting in a bathtub of water. So that's so. I mean, it's affected me that long. That that has wow. to be it for me, hands down. I have. I don't think I have a current one yet. But in my childhood, I was scarred. I I don't know why, but I, I recently watched the film recently, and it was fine. But when I was a kid, I was scarred by Beetlejuice. Really? <laughs> yeah, like. Um, Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice just freaked me out, and then, and then like the the surreal images by Tim Burton, like even like when Beetlejuice turns into like um, the snake, or and there was like a, a worm at one point. I was like, oh, what the fuck is going on? And maybe Tim Burton in general just freaks me out. I don't even know. It's just mm. 
such hmm. it's such a weird guy. I don't know. Um, I've never seen Beetlejuice because of that reason. I think I really. I, I mean, like I was old enough to be able to watch <laughs> Beetlejuice, but the beginning just like freaked me out, and I was like, Nah, I don't want to watch this movie. But yeah, I, I, I saw that in the theater, and I don't know, I was probably 13, 14 or something. I saw it in the theater with my brother's then girlfriend, who is now my sister in law. Huh. So yeah, there we yeah. go. But uh, real, real again, real quick. Yeah. I know, man. I, I'm all kind, full of all kinds of shit. But really quick, since you brought up the Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. imagine the character of Beetlejuice, not the name, and not not the name, but just the character of Beetlejuice and what his role was. Now imagine in a world where say Batman kills the Joker and we're talking Heath Ledger's Joker, okay? So Batman kills Heath Ledger's Joker. Heath Ledger then dies and goes into the world of the dead from Beetlejuice and he he doesn't become Beetlejuice, but he takes that role and becomes that role that that was Beetlejuice. So just imagine like a kind of Beetlejuice, but with the Joker, Heath Ledger's Joker as that character. I think that would be fat. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mike, what do you think? That's that's actually pretty clever, actually. Oh, it could be cool. Yeah. It'd be really dark and shit, you know what I mean? So. Uh-huh. I don't know. Anyway. That's a, that's a good thought. Good little pitch. <laughs> Um, so I want to ask this question because Tom Holland did spoil Endgame once again during an interview for Spider-Man Far From Home so are we mad over spoilers or do we not care about spoilers not for Endgame I don't care (laughs) (laughs) everyone saw it everyone has seen this movie like I mean I can see that point of view but I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I can see that point of view, but I hate having shit spoiled for me. Oh, David yeah, me B, he and I are going to have a conversation. I got a pick. I got a bone to pick with you, David B. <laughs> he spoiled he something big for me. He, dude, oh man, dude. All right, so I was I won't I won't spoil it for you, but I was I was so hyped about the uh, the fucking Schmodown collision, and uh. then. I go on Twitter just to dick off and see what's going on. I go on Twitter, and 26 seconds after David B. posts this, and he spoiled one of the matches in this post. Now, I'm not coming down on David, like, for real, because it was an emotional post, and he was expressing that he was emotional, which, when I ended up watching the match anyway... I teared up too. Uh, it was I was crying. It was really the the Smets and Kalinowski it. match, oh, and okay. it was extremely good and emotional. So, but that that and and he ended up deleting the tweet before I could even finish typing my reply. You know, so it's like, damn you, David B. But it's you, so it's okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't care about spoilers, to be honest. I mean, I'll, I'll end up watching it. I'll watch it eventually. I mean, it's just like, oh, it makes me want to go see the movie more. It's like, oh, that happens in the movie? I'll just go watch it. I had to YouTube him on the Graham Norton show to, giving away the spoilers, but I couldn't find it. I just feel like Endgame is such a different thing where, like, his movie apparently has to directly deal with Endgame. So it's kind of like, how, right. how do you not promote it without... 
talked True. about a huge and uh, literally everyone has seen Endgame. If it's something else, like then I'd be kind of ticked off sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you spoil a Civil War movie for me, dude. I'm going to be really fucking pissed. <laughs> don't tell him. Don't tell him what oh, happened. Yeah, man. Don't tell me, man. <laughs> don't piss him off, man. I'm still waiting for the series finale. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, actually, Sarah, I want to ask you this. Have you actually listened to our episode last week? I... Did not. <laughs> oh, so, I'm so, so sorry. Oh, so, so you just I haven't downloaded. I haven't downloaded though. You okay. have to listen to our previous episode because it was a great one, and this is where uh, Kaylin and Wade actually did their movie exchange, and Ooh. they talked about their movies respectively. And he talked about Li- the Lion King. Uh, I won't spoil it. I will not spoil it for you. Can because I? Can of... I guess if he liked it or not? Can I just guess? Yeah, we could play a game on this. Yeah, guess guess if he liked it or not. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> Didn't it work? <laughs> oh man, you got it right on the head. Yes! <laughs> I'm gonna get his me- reaction, his reaction was the best, and I'm bringing this up because on the Money Show they brought up about the upcoming Lion King soundtrack track listing. So it's like he's not gonna watch this film, but for us Lion King fans, this is exciting for us because you're not like- gonna watch it. Um, no, it's the it's the music, it's the songs. If the songs weren't in there, I would be one hundred percent down. The music is the best part. That's what Kalen said on the show. Too. Yeah, <laughs> it's Elton John. Oh my gosh, I like yeah. Elton John, but although I did see that short tease that they put out with uh with the so- the song uh right. Beyonce and uh. uh Donald Glover. Lando. Yeah. Um, with uh, with them, and I, I really liked that clip. I will say I really did, and I was like, man, it made me it made me think about considering to go see it, or at least mm. see it. But it, it looks really impressive, man. I think it looks great. Yeah, the uh, the soundtrack track listing is actually very important for us fans because it gets a preview of what the movie is going to be because normally a soundtrack listing will say what it is. And we pretty much got all the songs we got for the movie plus the Hans Zimmer score. But then what's interesting is at the end, they added in uh, He Lives in You, which is actually a song from the second film. So I'm... I'm I'm actually kind of curious how they played that at the end of the movie. So, but I'm actually really excited. But then, but then Roxy brings up about the morning report. That song is from the original Broadway uh, play musical, and they brought that back for the DVD platinum release of the movie. And they actually brought back animators to animate the morning report. And you actually can tell that the animation's like brand new and like like smooth as can be. And I'm not a fan of that song in the movie, but for the Broadway play, it's actually a really good song in the musical. But it's just like, no, <laughs> it does not work well in the movie. I don't want the Morning Report in the fucking movie. <laughs> Wait, that's the name of the song. Yeah. Yeah. There's so there's yeah there's a song in a, it's called the Morning Report because Zazu flies in and he's like giving the Morning Report to Mufasa, you know, telling about what's going on in the Pride, you know, or in the uh, across the land, you know. Like the hyenas are doing this, or the antelopes are doing this, and it, and then it's like, it's a scene where Mufasa is teaching um, Simba to pounce. 
he's like he pounces on Zazu, and that's like the, oh, that's the, right. So that's where the the song would be in. So, um, yeah, it's just a weird song they put in later for the DVD release. And I was like, why would you do that? But I mean, I, I Roxy likes it, but I was like, no, I don't want that in my in my movie. But to answer your question, Sarah, because in the notes you asked, oh yes, why, why was in the Jungle Book remake a musical? Same director, no. Sa- like, same, same director, director. but the. <laughs> The source materials of both movies are different. Um, even though they're Disney films, but the source material originally from the original films are different. Yes. Lion King, Lion King isn't really based on anything. It's actually a combination of like Hamlet and Kim of the White Lion. Look that up. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a long story. Um, but the Jungle Book is actually based on a book uh, by uh, fuck, what, Kipling. And so he wanted to actually combine the book elements with the original Disney film for the Jungle Book live action yeah. remake. And the musical bits are are there. They're not so much fleshed out. I mean, well. Except for Christopher got, Walken. I was going to say, King Louie had his, his song in there with Christopher Walken. It's so weird. <laughs> it is the most weirdest point because that's the only like musical, musical bit in the fucking movie. Because otherwise, like Mowgli and uh, Baloo have their like little sing song in the river as they're singing. And that's like a very brief moment. Um, No, it's. Yeah, I was just curious. Yeah, but I was like, both are different. And actually, I'm kind of curious how the Lion King is really, really going to work for that. Um, Let's talk about the last thing, which both of you guys listed down on your notes. Uh, talk about your uh, thoughts about the X-Pac interview they did at the end. Dude, anytime there's stories about smoking weed, I'm totally into listening to them. And it was just, it was funny because Christian's told that story at least once before, I remember, but it was cool to uh, get the other side of the story. And then more of the story unfolded with how, how, uh, Stephanie McMahon then tried to play the blame game and, and, and blamed everything on Christian and, it was just, I don't know. I'm just, one, I'm interested with, with old stories of people early in their careers. And two, wrestling stories and wrestlers, when they talk, to me, are extremely fucking interesting. Even if I don't have a clue who they are or anything about them, I've never heard a dull wrestler talk about anything. And so that was just super interesting for me. Yeah, I know nothing about wrestling. <laughs> um, absolutely nothing. But I just thought he was great. And he was there for like half the show, I think. Yeah. And I just thought, <laughs> I mean, if I know nothing about wrestling. I have no interest in wrestling. But I was very intrigued by him and his story and wanted to keep listening. I think that makes a great guess. Yeah, cool, so. cool, cool. Uh, that was the Monday show. Uh, going on the Tuesday show, uh, let me double check a couple things. I've been looking at your notes, my notes. and uh, So <laughs> this is funny because I think he mentioned this last week. Christian talked about about the Aladdin soundtrack, and he's so tired of it because his kids are just like in awe of it. 
So, uh, is there anything you guys are tired of? In um, general? Uh, yeah, yeah I, something you're just sick of. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're uh, if you're talking just in general, I'll just dude frozen pizza. I'm sick of that shit. I'm a single man. I can't cook for shit. I I literally eat frozen pizza for dinner like maybe at least three nights a week, dude. It's fucking nuts, and I'm getting sick of it, dude. That's what I'm tired of. Oh, I was I was just gonna say the basic thing of like I'm tired of these. Uh, Disney live action remakes being announced like every other day. <laughs> like mm, yeah. that's what that's what I'm tired of. Uh that too. I guess I I guess I am tired of like all the remakes and reboots coming out. It's like so ridiculous. Over so over it. Well see what's fucked up is you know, I'm the guy who I don't I don't care about Disney, you know? Like the animated shit, you know, I, live action Disney, I, that's cool. But, like, the animated songs and shit, like, whatever. But, anyway, like, I'm the one who can't stand that shit. But they're making all these live-action remakes and shit. And yeah. there are only two that I want, and they probably will never fucking make them. Which and one? it just, it's irritating as hell. The, um, my favorite Disney animated, well, I only like, like, two. So, um, the Robin Hood with the foxes and yes, the king is the right. lion. Or the lion is the king. Um, there was actually a scene in Lion King when Simba was walking, and in my mind, I saw that transition of him like walking up onto hind legs, growing like growing up, and then ending up in that costume that that the king wears in uh, Robin Hood. It was weird. It was funny. I was like, dude, can we get a crossover going on here? But uh, anyway, that and. Uh, um, the Fox and the Hound. That would be amazing. I remember that book when I was a little kid. I loved it. It, it will come eventually. <laughs> I hope. It's coming. With, with Disney Plus now, I think they're going to probably add more to the that stream service more than anything else. Because oh, yeah. oh, yeah. they're doing the, Lady and, doing the Lady and Tramp live-action remake on the Disney Plus uh, streaming site exclusively, apparently. so. And Lilo and Stitch, right? Is that one... I don't know if that's been confirmed for Disney Plus, but that's oh. been confirmed as a general. Please no. Please no. <laughs> I I swear for the Lilo and Stitch one, there's like a picture that was floating around that was like a a, a fan art of a live of, action Stitch, Stitch, and right? people and people are like freaking out like that it can't be terrible. the real. One. I know. I, I kept like saying, "People, it's just fan art. It's not the real official live action Stitch. That the design would probably be different yeah. than that." So I was laughing my ass off during that. Uh, okay, so I was watching the Tuesday show, and I was like half night, half morning, and I was kind of like vividly dreaming. So I had a dream about Collider Live. Oh yeah, yeah, I want to hear this. It, it's it's so weird because I'm I'm like half listening to the show, and it's like encompassing everything. So I, it's like they're on tour. It was like Collider Live was on tour like doing a live show like in each city like they do like Shimodown Live or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like behind the scenes with them, actually like like carrying stuff to like equipment, you know, in between stuff, you know, microphones and all that stuff, just being on the crew hand. And it was just a weird dream where all of a sudden where I'm I think I was supposed to carry this heavy box and it was like full of, you know, equipment and it was like a packed venue. 
and there's everybody crawling everywhere and they couldn't get the equipment down. So I go downstairs. There's like a table and I sit down and Roxy's there and she's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why, but she was like upset and she was like crying. Oh and, uh, and Christian comes by um, with, with the microphone and he's just kind of like cheered her up a little bit. And I'll, and then my phone rang. Like, I swear to God, my, like my ringtone went off and my phone and I looked at it like, oh, I had a call and, I, and then I kind of woke up like that. But the thing is, my phone didn't ring in real life. So in my head, I was dreaming my phone was ringing, oh, even shit. though it wasn't ringing. So it was like a phantom <laughs> ring. I was like, oh, my God. So and then I like kind of woke up. I was like, whoa, it was so weird. So, man, I wish I could remember my dreams. <laughs> I just I had it was, it was only for the Tuesday show. I was like, because I was like trying to catch up and watch. I was like, what the fuck? So that that was my dream, people. Um, but another thing that was happening on the Tuesday show was Frosty came on to to announce a few things. They um, the Arc Light is going to do a screening of the thing if Christian and the fans want to. They did a and poll for that. We definitely we do. do. We definitely do. And uh, the big news is that he's going to host a Comic-Con panel with the Russo brothers at uh, Comic-Con. Yeah. Dude, give it up for that. That's a huge score, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That was like one of the big news. I was like, wow, good job. Way to go. Yeah, if I lived out that way and I had money to go to a Comic-Con, then uh, I'd go because that sounds really cool. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, Sam. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Uh, you guys can. Uh, yesterday came out. They saw it, and uh, who doesn't like the Beatles? A lot of I people, know. apparently. Oh, I know. I was well. I mean, I know people who don't like the Beatles, but when I find out or when I see them, I'm I be sure to let them know, dude. How do you not like the Beatles? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, it's an interesting movie, so I'm kind of curious how that's going to go. Yeah, I'm totally in for it, man. It sounds it sounds wonderful. I I can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited. Their review made me a little nervous. Just I don't know, but um, I'm still going to go watch it. So, uh, one of the big news that was on the episode, which I knew Christian Harlow was going to be like, "Bing!" I'm going to talk about that. Is uh. Taika Waititi is going to direct a animated Flash Gordon for Disney slash Fox, and they just perked up. It's like eh, I don't don't want an animated version because I want a, a new live action Flash Gordon, and that just got me thinking: what classic film of the past would you want to see animated in a, into a new film? It's a hard one. Wow, I, I mean. The classic is what throws me off. If it if it weren't if it didn't have to be like classic, because in my mind classic means older, the then I definitely would say uh, the Last Airbender, um, M Night's greatest movie accomplishment to date. I would love to see an animated version of that. That'd be awesome. It is animated. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, just watch the show. And it's fantastic. Jeez, Sarah. Yeah, she's 
She sounds like me last week when I'm just frustrated like, like about Roxy, you know, just get it. But yeah, uh, anyway, that's my answer, legit or not. <laughs> oh my God. That's like my husband's favorite show and he made me sit down and watch it. And I mean, I love it now, but. Uh, I mean, it doesn't on. have to be. I guess it doesn't have to be a classic film, but it, even though like Flash Gordon came out in 1980, yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought of it that way. But I was, I always thought it would be interesting, like to have a live action film become an animated film because you don't see that often. It's usually like an animated film into live action, and then not the vice versa. Hmm. So I mean, because it'd be interesting to like you know maybe do like I don't know. I was I have like Planet of the Apes on my brain right now. Like do like an animated version of That'd Planet cool. of the Apes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think because during the heyday of the films, they did actually did like an animated show of it that that lasted very shortly. So maybe if they did like a animated movie of Planet of the Apes a little bit differently, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Kind of thought that was kind of cool. So I love Flash Gordon myself as well. So. Uh, da, 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 Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Yes, Devin Stewart. Devon, right? Is it-, uh, it, it is Devon. I hate when the spelling is so close to something I know. Devin, Devon, it's fine. Well, you want to go back and start again? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to own up to that one actually, because you know what? People, Damn it! I, I will. I will own it. Devon. I was want I was wanting you to because then as soon as you go Devon Stewart I was gonna go Devin. Devin. <laughs> uh, see I I know you by now. Ha ha! Uh, you tricked right, tricked me. Uh, yes, uh, Devon Stewart was on the episode at the end uh, to promote his short film Breathe, which is on Amazon Prime. He was great. Does have Amazon Prime? I do. Yeah. Yeah, I have it. Right. I was actually considering watching it actually, but I didn't have time to watch it yet. So, huh. let me know if you guys do. I'll have to try to find some way to watch it. I don't have Amazon Prime. I think uh, my brother does though. But uh, yeah, it sounded interesting. Yeah, it's uh, it's a fourteen minute short film. I thought at first he was talking about like a full feature length film, and I was like thinking that at the end, at the end, he was like fourteen minutes. Like, oh, it's a short film. Ah, gotcha. I but, thought he uh, said full. Fe- I thought someone said it was a full feature. And see, I think point. they that was the confusion, I believe, okay. because later on he said fourteen minutes. I even looked yeah. it up actually as they were talking. I like looked up on Amazon Prime. I was like, "Ooh, I got it. Let's see, breathe." There's other titles actually with the same name, but mm-hmm. uh, I found it and I was like, right there. It's like, oh, cool. Uh, but he's he's such del- he's a delight. I mean, even like his experience of doing the short film is actually interesting how he does it. He did it on his phone through final draft, which is like, what? Oh, <laughs> Roxy, wow. Even like Roxy's like, what? Because it's like, you're on your thumbs, like typing the script out, you know, as you're That's like, funny. that is. And I was like, I never heard of that. Before. That's hardcore. Yeah. But it's like, but yeah, it was, uh, he's really cool. He's, uh, it was very delightful to hear him on that. Yeah, show. I love him in the Schmodown. I think he's so funny. Mm-hmm. He's like fake British accent when he used to be in the Kingsman or in the Kingsman. Yep, and now he's with Inky and uh, Inky in the brain, I believe. I just want. I went back and watched like some of the entrances for this year's free for all because I just think the entrances are 
like the, my right. favorite part. Yeah. And <laughs> his entrance, he just walks on stage and he's just looking at everyone and like staring up and down. It's just so funny to me. Like he's just so funny. <laughs> I love it. Um, one of the last things on Tuesday show, which uh, should be probably mentioned, uh, is Christian read a fan's message, a message to everyone. Yeah. That heartfelt message to everyone. I was like, oh, right in the heart. Oh, so emotional. It was. It was very sweet. Yeah, it was. I it just it, it got me, man. I really I really liked it. It got me a little emotional and yeah. I, I like moments like that. And I, I just like good I mean, obviously, you know, but I just like moments that are that matter, that have substance to them. You know, goofing off and having fun is always nice, but sometimes it's good just to come back to reality and uh soak in some soak in something that matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh let's go on to the Wednesday show. Uh okay, Wednesday show. And I swear this is my favorite. This uh, this show was my favorite of the week because the first 30 minutes is top tier quality content. <laughs> they talked about a lot of stuff. Um first off, at the beginning they showed a pr- promo for the new comic book shopping which he traveled to London for, which is a big thing for Collider. It was like, holy shit, they went to London to do with Jake Gyllenhaal, which is one of their biggest guests on comic book shopping, which comes out on July 2nd. Yeah, kudos to them. Well done. I'm yeah, I'm well. super excited. I'm super excited to see that. Oh my god. I was like, I think when I saw it, I was like, oh, no way! <laughs> but okay, but then I learned something new, and even Christian learned something new. Akuga is allergic to chocolate. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> That's sad. I feel bad for him. But then, uh, but then Roxy was blown away by the Reese's Pieces bit, where it was like, "That's not chocolate." What, what do you mean? The can- what isn't the candy shell chocolate? And it's like, no, no, it's not. It's just peanut butter. I have to admit, I'm with Roxy on this <laughs> one. I had no idea that wasn't <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I was. I'm like, damn, I feel really like dumb right now. Because <laughs> like, I thought the same thing. I felt I didn't I didn't feel dumb that I thought the same thing. I felt dumb that I thought the same thing that Roxy did. <laughs> that, wow. Oh I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm it. just kidding. I I had to do it. But no. Uh yeah, I'm with Roxy. I had no clue whatsoever. So I mean, nope, me neither. That was definitely not a dong take. Yeah, that was just interesting. That was a good little uh, segment. Okay, so they talked about couples sharing things. And since Sarah's here, who is married, uh, do you share anything with your husband? Um, no. (laughs) That's, uh, (laughs) well, uh, well, one time... Uh, we were both house sitting for my brother and I forgot my toothbrush at my house and for like the first night I like used his toothbrush but it freaked me out so much that I like <laughs> found one that wasn't used it was like a brand new one in their house like thank god because it just it just grossed me out I guess like, I'm the wrong person I'm a little bit of a a little germaphobe like I don't like sharing drinks or eating off of other people like I just don't like that stuff so, 
I'm so you never kiss your husband? I do. I mean, I guess it's different. <laughs> nope. <laughs> never have. No. Poor guy. No, I guess, I mean, I guess, like, I guess it's different because I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I kiss him. So what, what can be worse than that? But I don't know. Oh, that that was kind of a burn. How you said that? No, that's not what I said. Oh, poor guy, man. No, no. Oh man. Wow. I'm just joshing. Don't you. listen to this one, babe. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh man, that's hilarious. Um. One of the, the things they talked about news-wise was that Netflix is losing The Office. All right. Do, do you guys, like, watch The Office? Are fans of The Office? Great show. Yeah, I love that show. Because, like, I've seen the reception of this, and people are going nuts. Crazy. They're like, oh my god, The Office is leaving enough. Even leaving Netflix. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. It's my favorite show and I can't watch it anymore. It's not going to be on Netflix anymore. Ah! It's on TV all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it has that rewatchable quality and so many people can watch it just over and over and over right. again, you know? Yeah. And it's not it is rewatchable for me, but not to that extent. Yeah. The show that is rewatchable for me to that extent was taken off Netflix a couple years ago, which is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I wore the shit out of that show when it was on Netflix. I love that show. But The Office, I can, I can find it elsewhere. I don't need it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess my hot take is I think Parks and Rec is uh, better than The Office. Oh. And, um, yeah, hot take. Sorry, guys. And, but I would react the same way when, when they probably will take Parks and Rec off. I'm going to be freaking out the same way as The Office people are freaking out. But they also took my favorite show I used to watch over and over again off Netflix, which was Hi, I Met Your Mother. And now it's on Hulu, but you have to, they have commercials in between. So I just don't watch it because I get annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. I mean, they, they even talked about streaming services, the streaming wars basically on that episode as well, along with mm-hmm. that. And they talked about the differences between Netflix and Hulu. And because even Josh Bakuga has Hulu with the commercials and he's fine with it. I have that with the commercials. I'm fine with it. So, yeah. It gets on my nerves, but I, I don't, don't want to pay so much. The it's kind of like a little break for me. I know. Yeah, exactly. It's way too expensive to do I, without commercials. Yeah. I did. I had the commercial deal for like three or four years, and I just I finally broke down. I could not take it anymore, and I upgraded to the commercial free. Damn. Is it worth and it, it? And it's awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> oh there's there's which a one do review. you guys use? Like, which streaming service do you use the most? Uh, I cut off my Hulu, I but I use Netflix on a daily basis. Really? Yeah. Mm. Netflix and YouTube I, are the two biggest things I watch off of. Mm. No, I try to circulate between my main three, which is Netflix, Hulu, and uh, Amazon Prime now. So. Oh, yeah, me too, me too. <laughs> so, and of course, YouTube is the main one I often look at because there's a lot of people I subscribe to on there and I watch the crap out of those videos, especially uh, Collider, Collider Live, and the Showdown. 
I can understand why the office is leaving Netflix because NBC is doing their own streaming service and they want their property back to put on their site for people to go subscribe to their service to watch the office on. And, and here it, come the streaming wars. <laughs> and the thing that I don't get is that Friends is also a NBC property. Mm. So recently, I think it was just this year or last year, I believe. I don't know. It's either last year or this year. They spent millions of dollars to keep Friends on Netflix. Man. Crazy. And that money could not have been spent on saving Daredevil. <laughs> but they spent it on keeping friends on Netflix a little bit longer. Thanks, guys. So, so it's like Netflix puts some money in and say, hey, let's get some, um, leave the office on Netflix for a little bit longer. We'll give you like, what, $50 million for that? <laughs> Crazy. Because Jump I change. because th- there is a, a collaboration with um who's I don't know the guy who created the the office here in America, but he's actually working with Steve Carell again to do a new show for Netflix. So it's like if they're in the same company, they should just like leave the office on Netflix, basically. But you know what? Let it go. <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> But uh, the most important thing of all, Wednesday's show was females, females, vaginas, vaginas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. All the female callers were calling in. Yeah, represent Represent. Yeah, Roxy was like, like floored just when those, oh, man. Yeah, why don't they ever? Why doesn't Christian ever tell? He should do one um, where they were trying to get uh, uh, Sarah on the line, and they were just like screening calls, you know. And if you if they weren't him, they hung up on you. Why don't they just say, guys, do not call in today? Is going to be like you know twenty thirty that minutes of females idea. only, and then just hang up on every fucking guy that calls in anyway. They, they did, yeah, they did that once before, so I don't know why they did that. Didn't do it this time. I mean, it was it, because that was the it was for the um the sh, uh, the Schmodown cookbook or something, and the Collider recipe book or something. It was just like if you called in for that, that I mean, what would you guys talk about for that? That would just be a weird little segment, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and since Mo- it was and- nice to hear some chicks calling in. It was, and I know you've missed it because you're on the phone. Uh, there wasn't. I'm trying to remember what it was actually. What what did they talk about when they called in? Oh shit! I totally forgot. Yeah, I was on the phone and I missed. All I know is that the is it, they called. About? Yeah, I I did, yeah. but I missed what they talked about. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, Sarah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, girl power just went out the window. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think one was like the schmodown. Am I making that up? 
I I don't remember. Maybe. No, no, no. If you're gonna make up one thing, you gotta make up the other one too. What was the other call? I don't know. <laughs> oh. Roxy so. doesn't know how to no, it's Darina doesn't know how to play along with the bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding, Sarah. I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was a good highlight to have those females to call in, those uh, girls. I was just like, yeah, call in more, girls. Call in more. Um, but the uh, uh, out of the other callers I called in, there was a couple of questions I pulled from it, and uh, uh, it might be tricky to answer, but we'll try anyways. Um my question regarding to Creed 3, they were like, hey, you know, what about Creed 3? Would that be a good thing? What would you think about that? And I think Creed 3 would be pretty cool. I've seen the Creed movies. I'm a fan of the Rocky movies. So, But my question is to us, at least, is what third film do we want to finish a trilogy? So there's two films in a franchise. What's the third film to complete it? That's so hard. <laughs> I mean, what's, what's the movie you've been waiting to see a sequel for that had two previous movies? I'm still, obviously, now will never happen, but uh, Hellboy with Ron Perlman, I would still like to see that. Right, yeah. That's a good one. I I thought of, actually, National Treasure. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yes, that's better than mine. Can I change mine to yours? Yo, me too. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with Mike. National Treasure for real. Yeah, I like those a lot, too. Yeah, there's only been two of them, and I wanted to see the third one so bad. Come on, make National Treasure 3. Come on, Nick Cage. Let's do it. <laughs> that would be really cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. Cause there's, oh, a, there's a lot of... I got one. Yeah. I think yeah. it's happening, though. Um, I want Princess Diaries 3. <laughs> I mean, I really I really don't want that, but... Uh... Man. I saw the first one when I, I was on it. an airplane on a flight with my entire family and I was I was well into adulthood and I and I laughed there was something happened in it and I laughed out loud quickly caught myself realizing I'm an adult male what movie I'm watching and and that there's people around um, me Those movies are great. So I still to this day I still feel embarrassed when I think about that moment. <laughs> The second one is so good. It has Chris Pine in his first acting role. Oh my god. It's so good. So, I don't Chris really... Pine? Yeah, that's his name, right? What's, oh, what's that one dude's name? Uh, The Uncle Jesse. Oh, John Samos. Full House, what's his name? John Samos. Yeah, that's it. I knew you knew that name. Yes, I do. Uncle Jesse. <laughs> poor Aunt Becky. Poor, poor Aunt Becky. <laughs> anyway, oh. uh, this might this one might be a trigger one because uh, the crew was actually having a hard time with this question from a caller, which was about bad movies and what a redeeming scene from a bad movie is. What's a good scene from a bad movie? Um. Okay. For me, they actually talked about this movie. Today? Yesterday? I don't remember. Um, in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which I actually don't think is that bad of a movie, but I think a redeeming scene for in that is, um, spoiler alert if you haven't seen this movie, is the Gwen Stacy in the clock tower. I think that's a super tragic moment, but I love it 
and I just think it's really great. And um, I love Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield, and I sobbed like crazy during that scene. And uh, yeah, that's my pick. Um, this is a really hard one, of course, uh, but I would have to go back. And it didn't quite redeem the movie, but it definitely made it a lot better. It was a very nice and sweet and touching scene. Um, when, uh, again, uh, and talked about it recently, when uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor's son curled up under Darth Vader's arm when he died and snuggled up, that was... I, I don't know. I really liked that scene, and it and it made the Lion King that much better for me. It didn't redeem it for me, but it made it a little bit better. So How that'd be it for you. me. <laughs> I really need to listen to this now because I'm just gonna be so upset. <laughs> I am going to knock on the Lion King for the rest of my life just because it's fun. <laughs> oh. oh man! Now, what I wanted to do, wanted to say, was also the Amazing Spider-Man. Or was Amazing Spider-Man too? Because those two movies are interesting. But there was, yeah. <laughs> it was. But I think it was a deleted scene because there was a deleted scene where uh, Peter Parker visits like a graveyard and his father pops up. Yeah, I think that's a deleted scene. I wanted to see that in the actual movie, and I was like, "Why did you delete that from the movie? It was a really good scene." So it's a different take on the mythos of spider-man i was like wait his father's like what <laughs> yeah that was that those movies are a little uh a little so <laughs> i was like that was kind of cool so I, that's i was like if you had kept that in the movie there would have been a redeeming quality in one of those movies at least so but i digress actually speaking of spider-man let's talk about uh, the thursday show uh they went to see uh, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home and they start off with a hilarious story about the old man at the screening who was a Golden Globes representative and then of course during that discussion he uh, Christian spilt some water on the table did you see that Sarah that was great I didn't but I heard it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I he's like oh shoot it. It was so good. Oh, he just like spilt it. It's like, oh shoot! And oh, like, the only thing that would be better than that is if that old stupid fucking table would break live on air. <laughs> <sighs> that was my dream for so long. Damn, damn. But yeah, that just that story at the beginning was just uh, really good with the old man. It was just like. <sighs> He was just laughing yeah. my ass off. I've never had any crazy experiences like that in a movie theater before. Yeah, me neither, actually. That was just a far-off thing. Um, but they did talk about the uh, actual review of that movie towards the end of the episode. And uh, are we actually looking forward to the next phase, or are we just burnt out and ready for a break? Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Ladies uh, first. Okay. Um, I'm excited. Well, I don't I can't even think about the next phase of Marvel. I guess I am burnout <laughs> about it, but I'm excited for this movie. I am probably the one person in the world that did not like uh Spider Man Homecoming. 
and Spider-Man's my favorite superhero, so maybe I'm just super judgy. Uh, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to this, and um, I don't know. I am kind of just burnt out a little bit. Just may hopefully, maybe this next phase won't be as uh, serious or exhausting as like the fate of the universe and all that stuff. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I just uh. I kind of agree with Sarah. Uh, um, I don't know. It's I I, I want to see more, but God, give me a short break. It's just been yeah. so much to soak in, and it's like, to what two three months after after the last phase ends, and you're already starting the next phase. Um, I'm excited to see the new Spider Man, but I'm kind of with Sarah on Homecoming. I started watching it, but I never finished it. There was just something about it. I was having a hard time getting into it. But I'm not alone. I, yeah. But with this one being a direct continuation, if you if you want to say that to Endgame, I'm definitely going to watch it, but now I'm going to have to go back and watch Homecoming because I, you know, I need to fill in that gap. I don't think I mean, so. It doesn't sound it sounds like this is going to really have to deal with like endgame and you're not going to really miss much it's don't, you same. don't think that there was any well you didn't mike you saw homecoming though right or wait no, you I, saw, I saw it, it. oh I'm, I'm sorry i'm the one who didn't see it what the <laughs> hey good this is green man just stopping in do for you, a second do you dude. know about oh. um <laughs> zendaya's character like do you know like who she is no, I I mean I literally got like maybe maybe twenty minutes in and I checked out. Well then I think that's the only thing you really need to know. Other than that, like I don't think other like there's really anything else you really need to know. It's just the basic Spider Man story for the most part. That's the one that had Michael Keaton as the villain, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, that's one of the main reasons I wanted to watch it was because I really like him, but I just, I don't know. All the, I don't know, they they lose me with the Peter Parker high school young teen drama shit. It just, I just want to get, I'm sick of origin shit. Like, we all know the origin stories. But, but, but. Go ahead, Mike. Here's the thing. Evan. In the in, in the original trilogy, and even in the Amazing Spider-Man uh, films, Peter Parker was not played by a young nope. actor. With Tom Holland playing Peter Parker, he is looks young. He is young. He's this new wave of showing him in high school is the exact Peter Parker we've been looking for since the comics. And people love that because you get to experience his years in high school as he becomes Spider-Man. It's kind of like the equivalent to, I mean, people do want five years. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of, and I loved what they were doing with this because they were, they had planned to make first off homecoming is like a John Hughes, film with the high school aspect of it mm-hmm. with Spider-Man and um, then 
they said they're going to make more Spider-Man films just like how they did with Harry Potter, having Tom Holland grow with the character as he grows up as Spider-Man. That is really cool, though. So it's you have to like you have to actually like, um, you know, evolve with the character. And I mean, and also Homecoming is not a true quote origin film. You know things, especially when his first appearance was in Civil War. True. So it's not yeah. the typical straightforward. But Homecoming is actually worth watching because it is a great. It's a, it's a it's a good um, discovering of Tom Holland's Spider-Man as a whole. And you get to see Michael Keane play the Vulture, which he is honestly one of my favorite villains of the MCU. Yeah, he, he, he is great and a good reason to watch the film. I'm going to rewatch is. it before I go see this. Uh, yeah, it's actually one. worth a rewatch for sure. Just, just to try and rewatch it. And I'll probably like it more. <laughs> I'll probably <laughs> love it. <laughs> Give it a chance. Just give that it a chance because, yeah. Bold. Give it screw a, it. I'll try it again. Just give Woo. it a chance and then okay, go we'll see the new it. movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, then we, we're getting some more films next year in 2021, 2022. But it's just like, I mean, I think Black Widow is one of them as an upcoming film, which is going to be like a prequel, which I've heard. I don't know if it's true or not. And then there's some other new heroes coming in. So, and of course, key sequels. And then we're getting like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 as well. That had better be Ask Guardians of the Galaxy for real. That it better be, dude. That would be amazing. Should I, should I crush your dreams just a little bit? Oh, damn it. James Go Gunn ahead. Has, James Gunn has said it's not going to be As Guardians of the Galaxy. Fucking fire that ass clown and hire somebody who will make it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding about that part, but damn, man, because that would have been really cool. I know. Yeah, that would be. I mean, who knows? I, I've only read an article about it. Maybe he's stretching the truth a little bit. Maybe he's just teasing like, ooh, maybe Thor will appear in it. Who knows? I'm not burned out by the MCU because I've actually grown with the uh, MCU. I've I actually graduated high school when Iron Man came out. Oh, and it's been nice. ten years. Ten years later, so it's just like I grew up with the franchise itself. So, That's awesome. um, so I like these characters. I love Marvel. It's probably one of my favorite companies out there. DC is okay, hit or miss movies, but uh, great characters. Anyways, okay, for 15 minutes, I counted it. 15 minutes, they, yes. talked, they did voices. They teach Dorina a, like a Eastern accent, you know, East Coast one. And they talked about poop and farts and snarts and My sharts. My favorite. It was just like that That straight conversation it was just gold. It was great, yeah. I yes. Mean, being from New Jersey, which is pretty, I guess, pretty close to New York, um, their accents were uh, very accurate and very <laughs> on the nose and quite upsetting. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. That fucking dog got the bacon. <laughs> I'm just listening to Darina try and like do all the accents, and I'm like, yep, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's uh, New York. <laughs> like, and she's like, I can barely speak English. It's hard to try to do that. <laughs> it was so nat. It sounded so natural when she was saying it. I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> yeah, that was that had me laughing my ass off. See, I could go for I could go for an entire hour just of that kind of shit nonstop. Sam, Sam, that yep. was that was kind of like the Wednesday show a little bit when they did, but then this part two was just like, oh, so good. Oh man, I mean, snarts and shards was in just that discussion alone and it was just like. You shit and you fart, it's a shart. I mean, but a snart, I never heard of a snart. Yeah. That was then, uh, that was the episode they did the whole mouse thing too, right? Where they were Yes, that <laughs> was the um and Cody yeah. Cody came in with the final word and just nailed it. Very mouser. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they all knew it too. As soon as he said it, they were like, like, why didn't we think of that? And Cody is brilliant, we end it there. <laughs> That had me cracking up. I was, yeah. I was crying. <laughs> yeah, um, Cody is just keeps on keeping keep getting better. I didn't like label down any Cody cuts or anything like that because he, he every time he cuts back to the the other part to himself, it's just like that's some good stuff. Like especially at the, at the end of today's episode, actually, uh, they you see uh, Cody and uh, Alex dancing at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. And I think at the beginning of the week too, it was like during the breaks, you know, Cody would pop in and like, "Great, you had to put your headphones in the microphone and make a big boom sound." And I was like, "Quit doing that." <laughs> and the following in the following episode, he's like, "Oh, this time you did good. Okay, thank you. <laughs> don't don't do that again." So yeah, Cody is still the man. He is like the man. So I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering how the show's going to be without Cody once uh, his. Uh, the baby comes so yeah yeah it's definitely gonna be different hopefully it's uh, gonna have that same magic again so we love you cody we really do hell yeah um so they talk Tell about him you love him too sarah i do i really do cody <laughs> hey she digs you dude I love you later, so, okay so i love all of you guys <laughs> All right, I got Mike to tell me how freaking sexy I am, and I got Sarah to proclaim her fake love for Cody. No, okay, I'll be honest, I used to have a little crush on Cody. Oh, uh oh. (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the smooth hour of love and talking crushes with Sarah. She had a crush on Cody. All right, I'm out. Bye. (laughs) Cue the music. There was two things left on the Thursday show. They talked about a couple of things. They broke down the new Charlie's Angels trailer. Um, any shows that you want to see made into a film? Um. Well, can I first say that that. I did not like that trailer. <laughs> what? And you're a girl. <laughs> what is that after me? Oh, yeah. well, okay, to be fair, um, I just watched it. I didn't actually listen to it. Because, you know, like when it pops up on Facebook and it will just like show, but you don't have to click uh-huh. on it to like listen. Yeah, I didn't listen to it, but it still just looked <laughs> terrible. And um, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm not I'm not I guess I'll see it, but. Uh, have you, they have weren't you, looked really good though. I was like, yeah, okay. She did. Have um, you seen the uh, 2000s Angels? No, I haven't seen. 
Ah, uh, so yeah. because because this film is actually a continuation of those films and actually the original seventy series it's based on. Whoa. I mean, like I'm yeah. sure, like the whole thing was to be kind of like campy and stuff, right? Or am I just making that up? Uh, it can be okay. a little bit campy. It's got that feel to it a little bit. I mean, it's based on, like I said, a, a, a 70s show, which 70s shows, oh, dear God, had so much camp. In <laughs> um, the 2000s movie did have a little bit of camp, too. It was kind of goofy. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll probably see it. If if it has good reviews, if like people really enjoy it, like I'll probably go out and see it, because... I'm a female. Gotta support those females. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the that's the thing because uh, apparently <laughs> it is uh, the screenplay. The screenplay is by Elizabeth Banks. It is directed by Elizabeth Banks, and she also stars in it. So, yeah, oh, it's an Elizabeth Banks movie. Yeah, yeah. Dude, she's a girl. You definitely have to support it, Sarah. Yeah. No, I'm kind of curious to watch it as well because I've, I've, I do have the 2000s films and I like them. And I've yet, I'm just curious about it. It's, it's expansion. They have expanded the world of it. So, but I want to ask, like I said, I want to ask you guys what other shows should be made into movies? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know either, and my, my joke answer, I'm not going to give it, because it's, it's been played <laughs> out a couple of three the times. <laughs> no, I was going to say I'd like to see an animated version of The Lion King to Simba's Pride. <laughs> you, do, you do realize that... Actually, actually, you don't realize this. There is a show called The Lion Guard. Yes. Which is in oh, the like Lion King universe, and I think it is... Oh, I forgot what the 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 kid oh, is. It Simba's. No idea. I have no idea, but it's like a a, a very much a offspring of Simba's. Or I don't know, but it's 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 weird. I never seen it fully, but it's just like yeah, there's a show based on Lion King. Hey, I just thought about something. A pride it within the pride. Uh, there are several female lions, correct? Not just one, or is it like one that is the mate of the male, and then there are other females, but they don't mate with the male? Do you guys? I, I mean, for real, I'm not sure how that works. I think so. Like there are other females that mate with the male. No, I think there yeah. Is. Oh. I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Uh, I was just trying to figure out if Disney's telling kids that it's okay to, to you know, have multiple partners and shit like that. I don't know. Well, well, you do because, re- yeah, the, those are the, the biggest flaw in the film is because uh, the only two male lions in the prior were Mufasa and Scar, and the rest were females. So, Ooh, lots of inbreeding. So, Nala and Simba are... Uh, Related. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about like that, dude. Disney, you sick fox. <laughs> I didn't, didn't think it through. You know, I, I I realized that later on in my life too, and I was like, you know what? I still love the movie oh. though. Wow. No, I but can't, um, I can't think of anything. I, yeah, it's like because there's been like this new wave of movies being based on shows. There was like. Baywatch that came out a while ago. There was yeah. 
21 Jump Street, you know, and then there was Chips. I remember that being based on Ugh. the show. Dark so, great show, terrible movie. Yeah, so Charlie's Angels is like is the one of the newer ones in that string of films. So I was just thinking about that a lot. Um, if, I'm trying to think. I know they did Starsky and Hutch back in the 2000s, but I would love to see yeah. another one in that van. I'm trying to think of other shows, and I can't think of other ones. Damn it. Because I, 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 I love uh, movies that are based on shows. That's kind of cool to see a big screen adaptation of that. But last things on Thursday was um, if you guys care, but I care, uh, Paul Rudd joins Ghostbusters 2020. Yeah. Dude, he's solid gold. I'm so excited for it. Like, this new movie, which is called Ghostbusters 2020 now. Oh, uh, alright. That's yeah, weird. I think it is. That's but you know what? Sorry. I mean, from Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, and then Ghostbusters 2020, I mean, that's a good trilogy of films, maybe? Is that a continuation of the other one? Yes. It, oh, yes, okay. it is. They have said that. It's in that scene. Yeah. Yep. No, yep. no, no. It's not a continuation of the reboot with the all-female cast, no, no, if not, that's what you're asking. No, of the original. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Yes, the original. Yeah. Yep. His dad's. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of them. Oh, Sarah. I'm... Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, what? Well, time to make a bet. Okay, I guess I gotta watch this movie now. <laughs> gotta watch Ghostbusters. There's a lot of movies you guys will come to find out that I have uh, holes with that I haven't seen. So, um, and yeah. yikes! I need to join in on uh, yours and Kaylin's uh, movie watching thing. Well, I guess it's on then. What movie do I have to watch? <laughs> Lion King 2 Dude no Come <laughs> on you can't do that shit to me That's wrong I don't know what movie haven't you seen I don't know we'll sort it out later But yours is yeah. Ghostbusters for okay. sure And and actually This is kind of a cool segue uh, I already watched the movie that The other movie that, that Kaylin pitched to me We She has to watch uh, Goodfellas and I had to watch a little ditty called um, "The Perks of Being a Wallflower," That's and so my favorite I, movie. I watched it the same day we made the bet. So uh, I'll have my review of that with Kaylin next time she's on, and we'll sort ours, ours out. But I want to hear what you guys say about Ghostbusters. Great That's movie. My favorite movie. Oh, I'm so curious now. We'll just have to wait for that, but uh, you can always set up another one. So we will just have to figure out what movie Wade has to watch in exchange I've never for seen Sarah. Fellas, either. So <laughs> I guess I'll have to watch that one too. Ow! Sorry, guys. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Different generation. Okay. It's a generational yeah. thing. So it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll it's watch just, it too, just so a, I can bit, watch it. It's a bit shocking at first, but you know it's understandable. <laughs> oh yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the Friday show, the last show of the week. Yes, uh, um, Kate came back. Yes, Kate, Kate is back. Kate On is fire. back. Yes. Vagina, vagina, vagina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Dorina's there, and it's like the, the meeting of them was just like perfect. Yeah. Oh, it was so fucking fun today. She's I hilarious. Think- 
this was my favorite show of the week. It was so good. So funny. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, so- between yes, between Thursday's uh, Darina and the accents and then yeah. all of today's show, that was my absolute favorite bits of the entire week for sure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, it, there wasn't much going on for that show. It was like a fun show between Darina and Kate. And and I, I will mention this. Sorry, Sarah, but they talked a lot about a vaginas. Yes, they did. <laughs> I just a thought lot. it was so hilarious. It was just so It hilarious. was so good. I love when chicks talk about Ron shit, dude. I love it. There's nothing better. <laughs> It's just, it's just, girl, go at it. Oh, and I just love, too, that, like, Roka in the back, he's just, like, there was several times he just wanted to leave because of the discussions they were having <laughs> in the That's studio. How That's how I feel all the time. And then, like, right at the end of the end of the show, he's like, yep, I'm out of here, and he actually leaves at the end. <laughs> oh, so yes. I love Roka. So and, uh, it was like, there was a bit where the, uh, they, I think they mentioned about, uh, Spider-Man, they talked about, like, uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya, and they're, like, dating or something. And then Kate, I think, said, like... (laughs) Sorry, sorry. And then Kate's like, yeah, I think think he's uh, fingering her. (laughs) (laughs) And then Roka's like, whoa! Whoa! Yeah, Roka... That's hilarious. Roka definitely looked like, whoa, we're going there today. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, the only thing, the only thing lacking today was no Roxy in the studio. If it would, if they could have had Roxy, Darina, and Kate together, all oh, that would have been so great. Yeah, that would have been so great if Roxy was in on the bit. Oh my God. So good. Um, they actually did play Theron's new song on the episode as well. Yes, they did. It's a fun little yeah. ditty. I liked it. Did you guys check it out? Other than on the show? Uh, no, just on the show. Just on the show, to be honest. That was the first time hearing what? it. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I didn't have time to actually listen to it beforehand. But I yeah, listened to it, like, once. <laughs> before the show, and then they played it on the show. So I heard it twice, I guess. But no, it's good to see it's good to see him throwing uh throwing his hat in the ring again, man. Mm-hmm. It's been a little yeah. bit since he's been busy with school and all, so it's just yeah. pretty cool to come back. Um probably the last thing I'll mention about uh Friday show, um, besides the obvious, they talked about Sony not being at Comic Con and Marvel and Paramount being in Hall H. Um it's worthy to try to get into Hall H because all that content, whoever's there is like it's it's Comic Con is it's nerds paradise because nerds will go crazy over whatever is being revealed or whatever's being talked about. So um, Hall H is very much important. So with Marvel and Paramount being there, that's good 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 publicity basically. Oh yeah. But Saul called in. With a different number. What <laughs> the fuck? So <laughs> I was I, like, I wonder if he up. really was thinking like, I need to try a different number, or if he just ha- maybe his phone was dead and he used someone else's. 
I have no idea. It's just like it was like random. Like, wait, what is he doing? Um, oh, that was the, the Friday show. Was just a very much a. They're short, being an hour, and they're just it was fun. It was a fun show. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it was like one of my favorites alongside Wednesday and Thursday. So, ultimately, any uh, final thoughts about this week in Collider Live? Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a nice week, especially like I said, the uh, everything with Darina on Thursday and and Roxy too, blowing the bit and. Uh, it just, it was a really good, fun week, a good pick me up week. It was. Yes, indeed. Uh, we'll have to see what they're going to do for next week since the 4th of July is coming up. So I don't know if they're going to do a show on the 4th or not. So we'll see how that goes. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have to do a holiday special for, uh, covering that week. Cause yeah, we're going to celebrate our country's birthday, 4th of July. Woo. Or as I like to as I like to say, the day that we told King George to go fuck himself. <laughs> I say that jokingly, jokingly. I, I have I have some English friends. I love the hell out of them. I'm just joking. Don't don't get all mad at me. <laughs> Hashtag that's the show. <laughs> That is the show, folks. This has been After Live, the unofficial Collider Live After Show podcast. And uh, let me remind you, you can listen to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, SoundCloud as well. But I've been told by our producer, Josh, he's going to move the podcast feed onto Anchor, so you can check us out on Anchor in the near future here. Uh, So that'd be exciting. Uh, if you want to check out our producer, Josh, he is Merc with a Movie Blog on Facebook and YouTube, Twitter and Instagram at Movie Blog Merc. His website is www.mercwithamovieblog.com. And yeah, I'm Mike. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at, my, at Mike Mixtape. Wait, where can people follow you? Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter at jwade1134. That is the letter J. Wade one one three four, and Sarah, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at sscbock. So s s e a b o c k, kind of complicated. Sorry, <laughs> and listen to our podcast. Uh, go get that rose. Yes, please do. Good times. And one final thing before we end th- things off uh, this week. Uh, Collider Live did talk about David B being a composer for Schmodown, and we're planning on doing a special inside look at David B's composing through Schmodown pretty soon here. So look out for that from us. Yes, good time. He's always a fun guy to have in. Yes, indeed. So uh, just want to tease that for you guys for uh, whenever we get that recorded and uploaded just for you guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week for yet another exciting week of Collider Live. Bye. Say bye, Sarah. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't say bye, so I didn't say bye.
you didn't say bye still. Well, that's what I wasn't going to. I was just, I was just going to. Uh, no, that, I had that bit going for about five seconds before we, Mike said bye. Wow. See, the wow. bit was I knew that I knew that you weren't gonna say bye, Sarah, because you wow. normally don't. So instead of me saying bye like I normally do, I was gonna use my time to say say bye, Sarah, and then you say bye, and then the show ends. <laughs> wow, that's that's rude. <laughs>